when I was writing these questions, I'm like, what am I going to, am I going to start by saying like, welcome back to the February project. I'm here <laughs> with my friend, Allison. Wait a second. <laughs> we didn't have an idea for a February project. I mean, it's not my job to have an idea for it anyway. <laughs> But we, we knew that I should be on another episode to, to help you push through the last few here. Yeah. But I've been really enjoying episodes where you're just interviewing someone or just like the one-on-one -on -one convos have been good. So I figured why not turn the, the microphone back around at you <laughs> okay. and ask you a couple of questions. I love answering questions, so I'm down. You've done a ton of different creative things and a ton of different media, um, just... And that's just of what I know of what you've made. <laughs> Do you have a project that was the most fun to make, like the actual process of making something? The first thing that came to mind when you said that was actually the documentary that I made in school. Like it, I took a documentary class and I had just an absolutely bomb ass experience making that documentary and wish I could just like do it again. But the reason I was able to do it is because I was in a class where we just had like, well, I first had, you know, a team and we had a lot of resources without like without taking over the interview just for this story i do want you to give like a one yeah uh, uh, like the one page synopsis of yeah. this story because it is a <laughs> very interesting story <laughs> yeah so i mean the, the reason i even started working on this project specifically is there was one kid in my class named austin and he um pitched this story about a friend of his who uh he was 25 at the time and he was born in california born in the united states but he was never issued a birth certificate and therefore had no legal identity he didn't have a driver's license he didn't have a social security number he didn't have a birth certificate he was never legally born and um it was just an issue of of an incompetent midwife in a home birth she just failed to issue the birth certificate when she was supposed to and his family never got it taken care of they moved from california to virginia and that made it even more difficult this the story i i had just never heard of anything like that happening and it was the most interesting of the ideas that uh that came out of that pitch session the the process of getting to know this guy and telling his wild story was like 100% the most like a the most professional feeling creative project I've ever done and the most just like fulfilling it it, it made me want to make movies like that all the time but it's like <laughs> you can't unless that's like unless you're somehow established but yeah yeah it was it was awesome um here's on on the other end of things you mentioned on this uh on february project quite a bit and you're you're pretty open with it that there's a lot of projects that didn't end up seeing a, a resolution some oh, projects yeah. that were ideas <laughs> that never got made some start out and don't end up finishing uh, i think everyone has that sort of thing yeah. so don't I'm not just calling you out on your bullshit. But <laughs> regardless of like the process of making one of those projects happen, is there any project that springs to mind that was unmade or unfinished that you would have just liked to to see the resolution of? Not to make it necessarily, <laughs> but to like, oh, wow, like that's how that would have ended? Or like just to know the ending of one of your unfinished projects? Um... So I think the thing with me and unfinished projects is a lot of them, I still, like, I, I, most of them aren't abandoned. Like, most of them I still am like, I'll get around to that someday. I gotcha. Like, they're being, like, cryogenically frozen until it's their time. A lot of my, a lot of my thinking gets done either when I am, like, about to fall asleep at night or when I'm in the shower. And, um... If you ever fall asleep in the shower, you're gonna win a Nobel Prize. <laughs> 
or like <laughs> fucking die because I break my head. Um, but like a year and a half ago, I had this idea in like percolating in my head um, that uh, that kind of sprung off of some stories that I had kind of written and um i i had this idea to write a musical and i have never written music before i didn't i i have only just in the last like six months kind of written songs for the first time like barely finished um like just out of nowhere those i i come up with in the shower um it was it was an idea for a story and i had done some writing just like prose story writing it didn't like feel as alive as I like wanted it to. Mm. And I was just like laying in bed and I was kind of like imagining it on a stage. I I was also, I was in this phase of jumping headfirst into my love for musical theater. Like I I had kind of like rejuvenated my love for musical theater and was, was exploring a lot of different musicals that I had never listened to before and like different types of musicals. um, And the very interesting ways that you can tell stories through musical theater. Um, And I was just like, what if that story was a musical? And I like kind of tried to like outline what it might look like and um, kind of tried to write songs a little bit. But I was also like, I have no, literally no idea what I'm doing. Like I have no training in this at all. Um, I think this is an excellent example of like the spirit of my question that like regardless <laughs> of the process, it would have been cool as hell if we could have just like one day went to <laughs> yeah. a theater and saw your musical. And like, I'm not like, like it is something that I, I still hold that I, I would like to try to do that someday. Like I, I want sure. to maybe actually be able to do that someday because I, I, I musical theater is a very divisive form of storytelling, but it is one of my favorite ways to be told a story because it, it's honestly wild. It's like, why do we even have this thing? It's, it's crazy. <laughs> we shouldn't tell stories this way, but we do. And it's great. <laughs> In your uh, processes of creating stuff, have you ever had a, a memorable interaction with someone who consumed something that you made that like you didn't know the person or like, I mean, I know with our podcast, the answer is <laughs> pretty much no, nah, not really. But yeah. I don't know. Um, Every so often I get comments on my YouTube videos that are actually very meaningful. And strangely, the video that I've gotten the most like interaction with was my review of uh, the production of chess that I saw last year at the Kennedy Center. Um, <laughs> really good. And a lot of like, I got like some really thoughtful feedback to my feedback. And I was like, thank you so much for taking the time to watch this. Like, it's the cast telling you with their burner (laughs) accounts. Like, that was a really unfair criticism. Uh, yeah, uh, but, uh, the, like, I got people just, like, responding to what I said, and, like, people saying either, like, yeah, that was, like, that was a, that was an interesting way to, to say that, or, like, I disagree about this because of this reason, and I was, like, that, this is great, like, this is what I wish happened to me all the time, I wish I constantly had people just, like, telling me what they think of my shit. Uh, my last question, of everything you've ever created, <laughs> if you suddenly, if, like, one day you woke up and you had like you know 10,000 new followers on Twitter and YouTube and all that stuff because of like one thing you had going viral suddenly <laughs> what would you hope that thing was <laughs> 
honestly, robots. Like I, yeah, yeah I, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I look at how many listeners we get every week, and it, it seems to be like steadily increasing at a very, very, very slow, small scale. But like our website stats seem to suggest that like maybe a hundred people listen a week, and like maybe last week it was a hundred and ten, but for some reason this week it was like a hundred and fifty. Like that, I like that feels great, and it's because robots is this thing that I, you know, it's, I mean, you know why we do it. It's like this very niche thing that we love and we think is really funny and we think everybody else should know how funny this stuff is. And it also, like, I do have confidence in this project. It's got all the parts it needs. Yeah. Like it, it's, yeah. it's got the, it's got stuff to be proud about. So yeah, that yeah. would be really cool if one day we woke up and it was like, oh yeah, we're number three on iTunes. And like, <laughs> like or the other thing about podcasts is that like, there are so many podcasts that have like small fan bases, but they still like get people interacting with them on Twitter and like they get emails and stuff and they have like a very small community that comes together because they like this podcast. And like, I wish there was like, I don't know, a thousand people who just really like this podcast and they all like talk to each other about it and they talk to us about it. All right. uh, Thank you for being on this interview. What? Yeah, I guess I should say thank you for interviewing me on my podcast. You're um, welcome. It was it, I I like it, I feel like maybe this is just me but like I feel like doesn't everybody want to be interviewed like all the time or no is that just me? Like no, I, if somebody no, wanted to interview me all the time, I would love that. I was cool with yesterday and that's it for like 6 months. <laughs> This has been day 23 of the February Project. Thanks again to Justin for being on this episode and asking me some questions. This podcast lives on a website called Batcamp, and the music you heard was by Poddington Bear.